In this week's parsha, we have the mitzvah of Sfira so Oimer. On the second day of Pesach, we are commanded to bring the Oimer offering to the Beis Amikdash, and we have a mitzvah to count 49 days from that day until Shavuos. So what does the actual word Oimer mean? Measurement, as the Pasik says, Va'oimer asir se'efahu, a tenth of an eifa. So usually, any carbon is defined by its essence. A sin offering is called a chatas. A thanksgiving offering is called a toida. Why is this offering defined by its measurement? So I saw a beautiful idea from the Sefer Be'er Yosef. He says, there's one other time where we find the word Oimer used in the Torah. And that is with regard to the man that the Yidden received in the desert. In Parshas B'Shalach, the Torah states that the Yidden were commanded to gather the man, Oimer la Gulgolas, one Oimer per person. So what's the connection between the carbon Oimer brought on Pesach and the Oimer of the man? The Beriosif explains that during the time that the Yidden were in the Midbar, they were on easy street. They didn't have to exert any effort in order to attain their sustenance. The man came directly from heaven without any human effort. However, after they left the Midbar, when they entered into Etz Yisrael, the man stopped and they were required to earn their livelihood through physical effort. But this posed a great danger. When a person sees his toiling bare fruit, there's the risk that his reliance on Hashem will weaken, and he will say, He will attribute his success to his own hard work. So in order to prevent this from happening, the Torah gave us the mitzvah of the Oimer. So we offer the first produce of the season to Hashem, acknowledging that only He is the source of our sustenance and not our own physical effort. And now we understand the connection between the Oimer of the Midbar and the Oimer of the new crop. When Hashem provided us with food in the desert, it was clear that it was He who was our only source of our livelihood. Likewise today, we acknowledge that it is Hashem that provides Panasa to every single person. The only difference is that now we no longer merit to experience open miracles and therefore we have to exert a measure of physical effort in order to attain our panasa. Therefore, the more a person believes that panasa is menashemayim, the less ishtadlas they will have to do. The person that personified this notion more than anyone in Jewish history was Reb Shimon Bar Yichai. The Gemara says in Sechtes Brachas, the Pasik says, You shall gather your grain, go to work, earn a livelihood. The Gemara asks, We find the contradiction. Another Pasik says, Day and night you shall immerse in Torah study. So, how do we reconcile these two psukim? Rabbi Shmuel says, Conduct yourself the way the rest of the world does. Go to work. Is it possible that a person plows in the plowing season and harvests in the harvest season? If a person is constantly doing business, when will he have time to learn? So rather, stay in coil and don't go to work. This seems to be a monumental machlaikas. So what is the correct approach? Many have acted in accordance to the opinion of Rabbi Shmuel and combined working for a living and learning Torah, and they were successful in juggling both work and Torah. However, many have tried to act as Rabbi Shimon suggested and were not successful. They were ultimately forced to abandon their Torah study altogether. So why did it work out for Rabbi Shimon and not for the masses? And the answer is very powerful. 
because Reb Shimon was ready to be Moise Nefesh Vatayra. He was content with subsisting on boxer and water because he truly believed that Parnas is decreed from heaven. Therefore, Hashem performed a miracle on his behalf. However, everyone else, it's true that they went to Koil every day to learn. But on the way home, they checked their mailbox to see if their next stimulus check has arrived. Reb Shimon lived his life with unwavering Amuna and Betachen. The Gemara Mesech the Shabbos relates a story. The Tanam were gathered in Yavna and had a discussion concerning the upcoming generations of Kla Yisrael. They foresaw a very dark and distressing future. They predicted a world without Torah and mitzvahs. The Tanam declared, There's no way around it. There will come a time when Torah will be forgotten from Kla Yisrael and people will give up on learning Torah. The great tzaddikim of that time foresaw Yidn and Galas and all the tsaras that will prevail throughout the years, and therefore said it will be impossible for the Yidn to still be committed to Torah. At that point, Reb Shimon Bar stood up and he banged on the table, Chas v'shalom sh'tishtakech Torah Yisrael. That will never happen. It is written, Kiloi sishakach mipizarai. Torah will never be forsaken. Torah will never be forgotten. As hard as the Gullahs will be, and as much exposure as Yidin will have to the general population, Limeda Torah will always prevail. Klal Yisrael will persevere. We will always have yeshivas, and dedicated Rabbeim will continuously teach Torah to Talmidim. This is the Simcha of Lagbaimer. We live with the promise of Reb Shimon. For the last few years, we witnessed the difficulties and hardships that the world was going through, something the world has not witnessed in over a century. And Klal Yisrael in particular, when our shuls were shuttered, there were no boys' schools, no yeshivas for our bacharim, no schools for our girls. The Tanam and Yavna were surely predicting our times. Even though there was no base medrash, Torah did not stop, despite all the obstacles and distractions. We learned online, we learned on the phone, on porches, on Zoom, every which way. And that is only due to the power and conviction of Reb Shimon Barichai that gave us the strength to continue to learn and to keep the Koyach of Torah alive. Therefore, it is no wonder why we feel the incredible power and the impact of this great day. We live with the words of Reb Shimon, and it is through his belief in us that we can continue learning Torah and teach Torah to the next generation. And now, we know. Have a wonderful day.